Hello, I'm Natasha Mirosh. Welcome to Extra Virgin Postcards, where I invite a guest from around the world to share what they love about where they live, what there is to see and do, and where to eat and drink. You'll get insights that only a local would know. So whether you're looking for destination information or just armchair travelling, let this Extra Virgin Postcard take you away. Hi there, I'm Wendy Lee, and I'm the creator of the blog, Empty Nesters Hit the Road. Currently, I live in uh, Newport Beach, California, south of Los Angeles, but I have lived in Southern California for almost 40 years and spent many of those years living, visiting, working in Los Angeles. So it is a city that I've come to love, and I get really excited when I can share it with other people. So Los Angeles is located in Southern California, if you're not familiar with it. It's about three hours north of the Mexican border, and it's the second largest city in the United States with a population of almost 4 million, which is just kind of mind-blowing, but it's a huge city. And at 500 square miles, it's large and sprawling. I think that's one of the major differences between LA and some other major U.S. cities I've been to, is it just feels like it keeps going and going and going. It's really hard to tell where LA starts and another city ends. So it feels really different in that way. I was actually born in Chicago, Illinois, but my family moved to LA when I was in high school. I spent several years living in the city. I've also lived in some of what we call the LA suburbs. So I've been all over this region. I think one of the things for people that are visiting LA for the first time or first few times, it, it feels so overwhelming. Like I said, there's a lot of sprawl. But it's also such a cool city. It's got so many hidden gems. So I like to talk about it and write about it and kind of demystify it and make it a little more approachable for visitors. It is so diverse. I used to tell people it's the most diverse city in the U.S. Turns out that's not the case, but it feels like it when you're here. I understand there's 185 different languages spoken and there are hundreds of ethnically diverse neighborhoods to explore. In this area, we especially have a great mix of Mexican, Central American, and Asian communities. And as you can imagine, that means there's some pretty amazing food to be found in the city of Los Angeles. Now, it is really densely populated, and its traffic is terrible. (laughs) We're famous for our terrible traffic. But it's also really fun. There's always something going on. Nothing ever stays the same. Feels like a new restaurant opens every single minute. And, you know, I think of myself as an L.A. expert. But then just when I think that, I realize there's a whole new neighborhood, something significant that I haven't yet explored about the city. But that that makes it fun. It keeps me coming back. So LA is also one of two entertainment capitals in the U.S. And you probably, if you're familiar with the U.S., the other one would be New York. But here in LA, we're famous for the production of hundreds of movies and television shows each year. So when you're visiting the city, there's a great chance you'll see trailers and scenes being set up for movies. Maybe you'll get to see some of the filming. Maybe you won't, but you'll probably see at least some of the setup. It seems to be just a part of the city. And celebrity sightings are always a possibility, so keep your eyes peeled. So the cool thing about L.A. is that it starts at the ocean and then continues into the foothills of the San Gabriel Mountains. We have 76 miles of shoreline, so Angelinos love sunbathing, volleyball, surfing, bike riding. The ocean is really such a part of our lives here. But on the flip side, on the eastern side of Los Angeles, we're in the foothills of San Gabriel Mountains, which are also a lot of fun. But here you'll see a lot of hiking and mountain biking in particular. It has been said 
that you can ski and surf in the same day in Los Angeles. Now, I don't surf and I don't really enjoy skiing, so I haven't personally tried that, but it's something that we often love to tell people. In between the ocean and the mountains are miles and miles of urban and suburban neighborhoods. And again, pretty densely populated. But what I love is in the center of our city, we have this large park called Griffith Park. It's a large playground, home to the Hollywood sign, Griffith Observatory, the Los Angeles Zoo, concert venues, hiking trails. It's a really cool park that kind of divides up an otherwise very densely populated city. When it comes to talking about what to do in LA, much of it is about what there is to do outdoors. So as I mentioned before, you might be spending time at the beach or the mountains. I would say surfing is considered our official sport, not something I've ever tried, but it is really fun to watch. So if you're visiting, you have the chance to find a good surf spot and just watch the surfers waiting for their, their waves. It's, it's really cool. We are also um, home to 10 professional sports teams, one of the highest numbers of any city in the U.S., so whether you love football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, we've got teams. You may know that we recently held a Super Bowl at one of our newest venues, SoFi Stadium. But the thing I love, though, to share about L.A., it's also home to many world-class museums. And that's not something that is on a lot of people's radar. Among some of the best and my favorites are the Los Angeles County Museum of Art, the Broad Contemporary, and the Getty. And if I had to, if I was really forced to pick my absolute favorite, I would pick the Getty. This is a, a fabulous permanent art collection, along with a gorgeous setting on a hillside overlooking West Los Angeles. And another great factor about the Getty is it's free. You'll pay for parking, but the admission to the museum always has been and always will be free. Pretty amazing for the collection that you'll see. It's no surprise that an entertainment capital is also home to many terrific theaters, so whether you like musicals, plays, big productions, small productions, I highly recommend catching a show while you're here. The Amundsen Theater, the Mark Douglas, or the Pantages are all great ones. And if you like something smaller and more experimental, then head to Kirkdale, Culver City. For the weekend, here's kind of how I like to spend it. And I have a habit of redoing this over and over again because I, I just have so much fun. So I would start in the Arts District. This is a part of downtown that used to be warehouses, actually citrus packing warehouses. It has since become artist lofts and some really great street murals. Just stroll through the area, you'll see dozens of great murals. We even have international artists come to the Arts District in LA to paint. When I get hungry, I head to Grand Central Market for lunch. This um, is a historic market, actually. It's been around for about 100 years but more really has been remade into a food hall. And there are dozens of great food stands here. I love to end the day at a rooftop bar. LA's had quite, quite a explosion of rooftop bars in the last five years. My current favorite is the one top Wayfarer Hotel. The next day on Sunday, there's another area that is formerly a lot of warehouses and offices that has been converted into shops and it's called Row DTLA. It's got some cool little boutiques, but on Sundays, they have something called Smorgasburg. And this is a giant outdoor collection of food trucks. And it's, again, a great selection of different cuisines, some from some Valley's best restaurants. There's live music, there's a beer hall. It's a really fun scene. I've already mentioned three places for food, but I haven't covered it all clearly. I think one of the best places in LA for dining is in Koreatown, or as locals call it, K-Town. 
there are hundreds of Korean restaurants in this area. I will warn you, this is kind of an ugly part of the city. Unfortunately, I wish it were attractive, but set that aside because the food here is definitely worth the trip. My favorite restaurant in Koreatown is Sungnan Dam. They make this amazing dish called Gabijin. It's a common Korean dish. It is a savory stew of beef ribs with mozzarella cheese dumped on top, which they then set on fire with a blowtorch. It's a pretty amazing and cool experience, and the food is delicious. If you're craving Mexican food, head to uh, Alvera Street. You'll find it lined with Mexican shops and restaurants. You could pretty much eat at any of them. They're all good. Uh, especially kind to come here on the weekends because there'll be live mariachi music in the plaza. So it's a fun scene. Downtown LA has so many great restaurants. I can't list them all, but I will give you three of my favorites. Redbird, housed in a former cathedral. Factory Kitchen, which has amazing pasta. And Manuela, which has ter- terrific international food. Small list. We are fortunate to have a really great range of dining options in Los Angeles. This is always my tip for people visiting in LA. We have terrible traffic, and unfortunately, our public transportation isn't much better. But I don't say that to discourage people. I say that to people to ask them to prepare. First, a lot of time moving around the city is probably going to take you longer than you thought. And group your activities in the same area of the city each day. So try to find some things to do where you can park once and walk or Uber to multiple things that you might be interested in doing. It will save you time. It will save you maybe grief. So it's a totally doable city. It's just going to take a little bit of planning. I hope you get to come to LA soon. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Extra Virgin, a podcast for the Epicurious. If you'd like to be part of the conversation, you can follow Extra Virgin Food and Travel on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't already, go to Apple, Spotify, or Google Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and leave a review.